Welcome to the USA Hockey Magazine podcast with your host, editor of USA Hockey Magazine, Harry Thompson. Welcome to another USA Hockey Magazine podcast. Today we're talking with Casey Bellamy, who is announcing her retirement after about 15 years with the U.S. Women's National and Olympic Team program. Casey, thanks for taking a couple minutes to talk to us today. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. So uh, can you talk a little bit about your decision uh, to, to hang up your competitive skates? Uh, I, I can't imagine, I mean, knowing the competitor that you've been over the years, I can't imagine it was, a, it was an easy decision to make. No, for sure wasn't. Uh, it's something I've thought about now for a few years, though, so it's not really new to me. It might seem a bit of a surprise to some people, knowing that the Olympics are so close, but um, it's hard to explain. You know, a lot of people talk about retiring, and you just get this feeling of just, you know, knowing that your career is done and you're ready to move on with the next chapter, and that's the feeling that has come to my heart and it's been like that I'd say for a little bit now I think after the 2018 Olympics it was on my mind and then all of a sudden I was moving to Calgary to play and I had a blast there and it just kind of got a a few more years of hockey out of me which was a blessing but um, after taking some time over the last few months here it's something that I'm very excited to start the next chapter of my life with that's fantastic. So you you were, um, if, if I'm not mistaken, you were planning to compete at the uh, at the 2021 Women's World Championships in Nova Scotia when the tournament was canceled the day before you were heading you were heading up there. Uh, how much did the disappointment of that factor into your decision, if in, if at all? Yeah, I mean it factored. When I was thinking about this, I would. I was thinking that this was going to be my last tournament, and if it went smoothly and we were going to Halifax, that was my plan is to, you know, get one last world championship in and then um, probably announce my retirement right after that. And with the cancellation slash postponement, I kind of thought about, well, if it's going to be delayed a couple weeks, um, you know, I'll stick it out and compete and whatnot but since it got postponed all the way to august it was more of okay well now they're going to have to repick the world championship team and kind of make that olympic centralization team and in my heart you know i just said someone else is going to want their dream to be you know reached and someone else is going to have a chance to you know go to the olympics and make that team and it wouldn't be fair to me it wouldn't be fair to the team you know, if I was just gotten it out, you know, kind of just for myself. So I, I really made that decision, not just for me, but, you know, for other girls that have come up in the program and that deserve that shot, you know, because you know that they're a hundred percent in and it's, it's going to be amazing for me to watch them over the next year. And I'm, I'm rooting for them. Well, you know, that doesn't come as a surprise to any of us who, you know, who have watched you and, and know what kind of a of a great teammate that you've that you've been throughout the course of your career. Let's just talk a little bit about that. You know, three Olympics, I think if I count correctly, nine world championships, not counting the ones canceled in 2020 and postponed in 2021, countless other competitions along the way. I know it's a bit of a of a loaded question, but can you talk a little bit about how far your career has come? Since the first time you put on a, a Team USA jersey, I believe it was at the 2006 
Four Nations Cup. Yeah, that that was an eye opener, and just going back and thinking about that game, I was so out of place, and it was just such a motive motivating factor for me because. I didn't know if I was going to be able to compete at this level, but I wanted to play at the highest level. I knew I wanted to go to the Olympics. And so that game was, okay, this is how much work I need to put into it. And this is how much, I, this is how much better I need to get as a hockey player, as a person, just, you know, focusing on the little details every day on the ice and in the weight room. And I've luckily been able to stay with USA Hockey through that time. And it's hard to think back about every single game you play. You know, the big ones stick out. Obviously, the Olympics and Vancouver, that experience was amazing, being able to live with my best friends and, you know, play hockey every single day. Um, but then, you know, the, the loss in 2010 is attached to that. And then the loss again in 2014 was probably the biggest heartbreak of my life hockey-wise. But I always say those two losses – were a difference in the future and you know how we turned everything around as a program and then going into that 2018 best feeling in the world coming out of there with a gold medal and it's because of all the work and time we put into changing you know our mental skills our off ice our on ice and everything that we needed to work on to make sure that you know we came out of 2018 with a gold medal made it all worth it no no question the highest of highs after the lowest of lows so uh it was a fantastic it was a it was fantastic to be around for for 2018 and just to see you know all the hard work you all put into it and and just the happiness that you you know that that you all you all showed on the ice and then uh off the ice afterwards it was it was fun to watch it was it's definitely a memorable experience but uh, using using that kind of the same time frame, Casey, can you talk just a little bit about the strides that uh, that women's hockey has made since uh, since the first time you put on that USA sweater? Oh, women's hockey has come such a long way since when I started, and it's the skill, it's the speed, it's the strength that every year, little by little everyone was gaining you know momentum and they were just improving individually as players and improving as a whole as a team and that just made you work even harder because every single game was a battle um i would have to say some of my favorite memories is just playing canada i mean they were are the rival that we have and that's those are the types of games that I live for. Waking up on a game day, knowing you're playing Canada, your biggest rival, you're going to go out there and, you know, the excitement and just battling every single, you know, shift and the feeling you have after you're just completely dead and drained after the game. But there's just something about playing Canada that fueled my fire, you know, every, every game. And it was just something I was so motivated for and, it's not like one specific game against Canada. It was every game because it, every time we played each other, it was like a gold medal game, and it was all about pride. Absolutely. Every game was a battle. Most, I would say almost every game came down to one goal, you know, the last shot on goal, and they were fun to watch, no doubt about it. Um, you, you were part of the, the leadership group of this team along with, uh, you know, 
awesome people like Megan Duggan and the Lamaru sisters, uh, who both, you know, who all three have, have already announced their retirement from the program. I just wanted to know, get some of your thoughts about where you think the program stands moving forward and, and, and the good hands that, that you all have left it in. Absolutely. And, you know, I thought about this with my decision and I look back at my career and, you know, Megs and Monique and Jocelyn are three huge components of players that I played with. And I just remember being in the locker room, being in between periods, on the ice, on the bench. Like, I would go to those three and look at them for, you know, just getting pumped up and the leadership that we needed on the team if you know the team maybe needed a little pick me up or or whatnot and those three I always knew that they were going to hit the ice and give a hundred percent and they were going to do whatever they could to win and what was best for the team and they're going to have your back and no matter what situation you're going through and that is the epitome of an amazing teammate and I'm going to miss those guys so much but then at the same time you know our team's at a good place I thought about this and 2018 we had a pretty big percentage of girls that haven't made an Olympic team to girls that have been there before and now coming into you know 2022 the experience of the younger girls they have you know an olympics under their belt a couple of world championships so now their role is turning into a leader and that's how the cycle works right you know you get in the program you learn from the leaders and then you know over time you become a leader little by little and another uh, factor was our decor our decor just phenomenal such a calm poised presence back there a group that i loved working with for you know 15 years and you know being able to be the leader of that group for the last couple years these girls are amazing they're improving every single day and it's amazing to witness and I, I can't wait to see what this next year holds for them oh no question it's going to be a lot of fun so yeah. Casey you've played in um the, the CWHL the NWHL and now the PWHPA can you just talk a little bit about the current state of uh, women's professional hockey and, and what you think it need it's going to need to get to that uh, to that next level? Yeah, I mean the biggest thing is support and women's hockey it, it's on the rise. I think the pandemic really took a hit and we took a few steps back, but people want to be involved in women's sports now and I think hockey is kind of this next wave that you're going to see big improvements and that's what it's all about though it's, it's support it's you know that fan base that wants to you know support women's hockey and they're interested in it and at the same time it's not like it's two leagues against each other you know we support the NWHL that's a women's hockey league that there's girls in it that want to play and they love it and they love the sport so you know we we support them fully and I think that they respect us as well we're just trying to you know build something bigger more sustainable and viable and that's the goal we want to be able to you know have a league where girls can go play and have that option after college and I was lucky enough to have those options right after college but not a lot of money was attached to it and you can uh, really make a living off of it. So I had to coach uh, Division One, and that was a challenge. But hopefully we can get to a place where this is um, the lifestyle and girls can play 
hockey full time and not have to worry about, you know, working around that and have another job. No, no question. I asked the Lamoureux sisters this question when they announced their retirement, but I'll ask you as well because to me it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic. It's How do you think you're going to feel when you uh, wake up in the early, early morning hours and turn on the TV set to watch your teammates who you, you, you've done battle with for so many years when you see them skating around the ice in Beijing? Oh, I'm just going to feel nothing but support and pride. Um, I've I know my decision, and I'm fully um, ready to make this step into the the real world and take the next step of my life. And I will support USA Hockey until, you know, I'm not on this earth anymore. I'm going to support all those girls 100%. I said to them, if they ever need me, don't hesitate to reach out. And I'd love to be a part of, you know, USA Hockey and continue to help grow the game. Um, there's going to be some days where I'm going to miss going out there and competing, but you know, if I ever think that I want to go back and play in like the PWHPA or there is a league and that's just the way my heart feels, then I'm going to follow my heart. That's all I know in life and that's what I'm going to continue to do, but I know at this moment, at this time, uh, that's where my heart's at. Absolutely. Well, kind of, kind of playing off of that and playing off of the word heart, uh, I wanted to ask you about your book, uh, Unbroken Heart of Gold, a collection of poems that was published in 2018. Um, how long had you been thinking about writing it? And, and was that for you a way to mentally kind of step away from the game a little bit? Or do these poems kind of reflect your feelings about hockey? Or, or can you just talk a little bit about those? Yeah, like, weirdly enough, it just became a passion of mine um, through a lot of experiences in my life, and ironically enough, I really haven't written over the last couple years, and I think it was just kind of around that 2011 to 2018 time frame, like, I really got into writing, and I started writing poems little by little, and it just became kind of an addiction for me, and I wrote, like, 150 poems. And, you know, I woke up after the Olympics one day and I said, you know what, I want to write a book and it's going to be something that I've never done and I'm going to learn how to do it by myself little by little. And I I wasn't looking to make money off of it or anything. I just, in my heart, wanted to do it. And it was something that I'm, I'm extremely proud of because I can say, you know, I wrote my own poetry book and... Yes, it it did help me take my mind off of hockey, off of life. Whenever, you know, I'd go to bed, I'd have my little time to write and just think of things. And, yeah, it was something that, like I said, became a passion. And, you know, if I ever think about writing a poem again, yeah, I'll pick up a piece of paper and pen and, you know, just write. That's kind of how it worked for me. Awesome, awesome. So so is it too early to ask if, uh, if there's another book? Uh, buried, deep, buried deep down inside of you? Yeah, you know, I've thought about it. I, I think maybe not a poetry book, but I've been thinking about definitely uh, writing a book about women's hockey, the, my career, the things I've gone through, the things, you know, our team has gone through. And 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, and that would just be another thing for me and uh, say I wrote a book and not a poetry book now, a real book, and it would just be a great experience once again. I'm thinking of maybe doing like an audio book, though, this time instead to really get the feels. Nice. That would be cool. That would be cool to hear. So, um... A couple more, just a couple more, real quick questions. Uh, you mentioned it earlier that, that you you know you have you have uh, done some coaching. I believe you were at Merrimack College. Uh, as you move into the next chapter of life of your life, do you, do you do you think about uh, any kind of a career in coaching, especially given the you know all the all the wonderful coaches you've uh, that that you've been around over the course of your career? Yeah, definitely think coaching will be something I could get into I did it like you said at Merrimack while I was training so that was the most difficult part I was you know waking up at 5 a.m. training on my own going and working and then I had to do um, you know calls at night with players recruiting wise and it was just too much because I was practicing in the evenings I would have to miss games but now that I'm not playing anymore I think it'll be such an amazing transition and I'll feel so much different about it and I'll be able to give it a hundred percent but we'll see what options are open I'm also part of a company uh, called Torch Pro and it's a company that Joe Pavelski started and it kind of helps players build their brand and you know kind of get their name out there and um, kind of show young athletes what it takes to, you know, get to the highest level through nutrition, mental skills, off-ice training, and it's something I've been very passionate about, and so that's another option that I, I you know, could see myself getting into and help grow the game. Uh, that's fantastic. Well, that's a, that's a perfect transition into my last question, which is, I remember seeing an interview with you a while back in which you you said that you view being a role model as your first and foremost job next to uh, being a hockey player. How do you hope to continue to help young girls realize their dreams uh, after you've stepped away from the competitive side of the game? Well, my whole career, I, I you know, why, why was I doing it? Why was I competing? Yes, I wanted to be the best at my sport. Um, I wanted to win a gold medal. I wanted to go to the Olympics. But then growing up, you know, your priorities change and you go through experiences and you realize that you're a role model and you're a leader and these little girls are looking up to you and you're making a difference in your sport for these little girls so they have an opportunity 15 years from now to be able to say, well, the generation where Casey Bellamy, Hillary Knight, Megan Duggan, where they were involved in, like they changed women's hockey and helped us have these resources and that's that's my biggest you know i i think as a female hockey player a female role model who plays any sport that's our biggest job and what we take the most pride in is just inspiring that next generation because when you're a little kid and you see someone at the highest level and you have a dream and you strive to be like that, it's the best feeling in the world, having a dream, having a goal, and going towards it every single day. That's what makes life worth it, and the relationships that we build, that's what matters. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, Casey, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Um, it's been a pleasure to watch you play over all these years and represent the United States as well as the good people of Westfield, Massachusetts, along the way. Uh, best of luck in the future, and once again, thanks for taking the time. Awesome. 
thank you. I, I definitely know I'm going to miss it, but the memories that, that USA Jersey has brought me, I'm so, so incredibly grateful. And, you know, I never took it for granted any, any day. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. Well, thanks, everybody, for taking the time to listen to this awesome uh, USA Hockey Magazine podcast. This has been the USA Hockey Magazine podcast.